Welcome to Gaian Myths, weaving ancient future timelines where we are reweaving the cultural narrative into the timelines of Mama Gaia that create the most peaceful and harmonious reality for all beings. Many of the ancient ways and myths of times past are resurfacing today because they teach us how to live in co-creation on this planet with each other and all beings. While at the same time, new structures and modalities need to be set in place. In the co-weaving of these living myths with the visionary, we remember our sacred purpose and place in the tapestry of life. I'm Julia, Rose Priestess and Women Ceremonialist, and I'm here today with Yolandi Boshoff. Yolandi is a Dragon Priestess, Starseed, Spiritual Guide, Author, and Energy Alchemist. She has a passion for travel, exploration, sacred sites, and spiritual adventure. She discovered her gift for energetic connection whilst working with the Akashic Records and activating DNA for her clients. Through this deep remembering, she started connecting with star beings, light language, and the ancient energies of the Great Mother and the dragons. She now helps clients from more than 40 countries across the globe to remember their own ancient connections. She also channels the energies of the Great Mother by visiting ancient sacred sites around the world and works extensively with the energies of the elemental and cosmic dragons. Welcome, Yolandi. I'm so excited to have you and uh, so excited for this interview. Oh, thank you so much, Julia. Thank you for inviting me. And I can't wait to, to share with you guys. I feel like I'm all bubbling up. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I would just uh, invite you to start telling us a little bit more about yourself and your path. Okay. Oh man. So, you know, this is an interesting story. Um, I wasn't always into all this stuff. And about 10 years ago, I started reading a lot of books and I, I met a new friend and she started um, showing me some stuff about past lives and all of this stuff. And I just, I kind of got a bit obsessed and I couldn't stop like, you know, taking in all this information. And then eventually I had an Akashic record reading done. And um, at that stage I was working as a business analyst in the financial industry. So, I mean, I was like, you know, life was pretty okay. It wasn't great, but it was fine. Um, and then when I had this reading done, this woman basically told me that I was a star seed and a healer. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is intense. <laughs> and um, I was just like, okay, what do I do with this now? So literally like a few months later, um, I lost my job and it was like the universe was giving me this massive like shout out to say, listen, you need to change things. So I started dabbling in a bit of Reiki and stuff, but it wasn't flowing. And then I went on um, a bit of a, a pilgrimage um, with this one lady who does like shamanic journeys and stuff. And then I found this um vision basically that appeared to me and it was all about reading the akashic record so i was like oh my okay like i need to go and check this out so uh, i got home that evening and there was a course for akashic record reading at like half price in my inbox and i was like okay well i think the universe might be talking to me and that's where my journey began really was when i started understanding and working with the energies of the akashic records and um that really took me on like a massive 
path of self-discovery, learning more about energy and really understanding how like all of this ancient wisdom is kind of like woven into the energies around us. And through the Akashic Records, I basically started finding out that I could speak to the land and I could speak to bones and I could speak to all these other things and trees and all this stuff. And it wasn't just about finding out about past lives, but it was about finding out about people's magic and like really starting to read people's energy. So, and it kind of like really, I, I felt like I went into the next level of the Akashic Records because so often when we get taught, it's very much about just past life stuff. But this was like, oh no, this is actually much deeper. There's so much more to what we've been told in the Western world. And this was kind of like a little portal way, a gateway, like into energy, right? So I just delved and delved and delved and I, I started traveling and going to Egypt and all these like magical places, Peru and everything. and. The more I started to connect with the energies of the earth, especially like in Peru, I was like, oh my goodness, there's so much more happening here. And the dragons were kind of like peeking out and like they would come into my healing sessions and like kind of take over. And I'd be like, okay, I have no idea what's happening here. But I didn't realize how important they were at that stage. And only when I landed in England, so I moved here in 2019 to the UK, did I realize that there was so much more because the land here spoke so differently to any other land that I'd ever been to. And that started changing everything for me. So when I started connecting with Mary Magdalene, when I got here, I started connecting with the Rose line and all the sacred wisdom of the Rose. And I was like, Oh, okay, well, there's something here. And then, um, I had my DNA activated just before I went on a pilgrimage to France, a Mary Magdalene pilgrimage, and everything changed. Like I literally came into the space where um, I was told that I am actually clairvoyant. And at that stage, I was working very much with my clear knowing, my clear feeling, but I couldn't see anything. And then when I had my DNA activated, things started switching where I could actually see things. And I was like, oh my God, I need to explore this new gift. <laughs> And then I started seeing like patterns in people's DNA and I started seeing like real connections to ancient wisdom. And then the dragons started showing me more and more and more. And then eventually in 2021, I had like a profound, um, like mystical experience where I was initiated by my guides back into the line of the dragon priestesses. And I'd never even heard about the dragon priestesses. I was like, I have no cooking clue what this shit is. Like, it's like all this stuff is happening to me. And I could just feel the dragons literally becoming part of me and like starting to guide me. And from there on, I was like, okay, well, I have no teacher. My guides are my teachers. The dragons are my teachers. And I just have to trust this. And so from there, I've been getting all of this information and these visions, and I've been helping women to activate back into the line of the dragon priestesses and like really just go deeper within themselves. And the dragons basically leads us back to nature, back to who we are, back to the divine. Um, so yeah, so that in a nutshell is kind of like, <laughs> it's a lot, but that's, that's the journey. <laughs> that's, that's a big nutshell. <laughs> yeah, <that's cute. laughs> 
Wow. Oh my goodness. You said so many things where, I mean, we could spend hours and hours and talking about that. Um, and there's so many questions that I would already, um, yeah, I would like to, <laughs> to ask you, but maybe also to, to condense it a little bit because I know we are here today to talk about the, yeah, the dragon priestesses and the lineage of the dragon, um, priestesses but maybe if you if we can go one step back and um if you can explain because you said it so beautifully that the akashic records are so much more but maybe we even have listeners here who who haven't touched based with the akashic records at all so maybe you can just brief in a nutshell um <laughs> say <laughs> what the akashic records are and maybe what they are for you and how they feature in your life yes right now so i mean for me like they feel like my foundation for everything right it was studying that and actually working with it is such a big part of my work still so i literally still weave it in so the akashic records if you haven't heard of it before um the best way to describe it is like a massive energetic database right so and if you think about yourself like you are google and you can type in stuff and then ask this big database and it will give you information right so what the akashic records does is it basically will give us the answers to the questions that we might have so if you have some questions about like past life stuff that's happened etc then you can actually ask the questions and get the information about how these things pertain to you um, the Akashic Records keeps the information about your soul, past, present, future, anything that's ever happened to you and what is going to happen to you is in this energetic database. So we speak about it like a fifth dimensional database. So we're literally moving ourselves into this higher dimensional frequency so that we can listen and tune into the information that is held there. Um, and so, you know, when we start looking at it and then we realize, okay, but, you know, a tree is an energetic being. The ground that I'm walking on basically keeps memories and it saves memories. So if I tune into the land, I can tune into the memories. When I tune into your DNA, I can tune into the memories of your DNA. I can see your ancient connection. So this is where the Akashic Records kind of took me because when I started doing DNA activation, I was like, oh, I can actually do this and I can see all this stuff and it kind of weaves together. Um, so yeah, so in a, in a nutshell, <laughs> it is a, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful big database full of information. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about and is that I feel like everyone can access this database. Okay. When I teach people to access the database, it's, it's, you know, it's not for the mystics. It's not for the, the ones who's sitting on top of mountains and who's all Zen. It's for everyday people like me and you. Um, and the one thing that was beautiful for me is like, I, I wasn't someone at the age of four who woke up and I could see spirit and, you know, I wasn't blessed with those gifts but i basically developed those gifts because i allowed myself access into these places and i walked in like a child i was like you know mesmerized by the magic of it all and so i allowed myself to go and explore and feel and and find out more information so these things are available to every single person who's listening you know it's like everyone in the world can access this magical database of information of energetic information so yeah Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that explicitly. And I and I love how many times you said that I don't know what this is about, but I'm just open. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
exactly. like wherever I'm being, I'm being guided. And yes. uh, it's, I feel that especially at this time, like it's such a pivotal moment in time where, um, you know, people are like, let's, you could even say more masses of people are really starting to turn inward and like look for information outside of the outside what we are always being told to and so i i really love that you say that it's it's for everybody to to tune into because it's really um needed that yeah we we see that as a part of ourselves and that it's it's not a gift in the sense that some people have it and some don't but like we can really access it yeah totally and that's just for me i i feel like all of this stuff that we're doing now like you know all of this spiritual exploration that we're doing this wanting to get back to the depths of ourselves and connection and all of that you know it's there for everyone i mean i think for so long we've been taught you you know by structures around us that i have to go through someone to get to my own divinity and what we're trying to do i feel like a lot of us like you know um just the light workers around us trying to tell people no 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 you you have got direct access to divinity you are the one who basically take yourself there you don't need someone else to move you into that space you move yourself into that space yeah yeah that's it's beautiful and it's also so powerful like it gives you it's when you allow yourself to be that sovereign creator is that also connected to uh, that DNA activation that you that you spoke to? Do you want to um, speak a little bit more into this and how it also opened up for you? Yeah, so so it was not something I was looking for and it wasn't even something I was aware of. And in 2019, a good friend of mine was just like, she was like, Yolandi, I did this stuff and it was like incredible. And for me, um, the minute like I always trust my body when my body is going ting and like something inside of me is kind of starting to vibrate and when she mentioned it was um channeled through the lineage of Mary Magdalene at that stage I'd started working with Mary Magdalene when I'd moved here to the UK and I was like no there's something here that I need to go and explore about this so I thought let me go and get myself activated and see what happens and some of the stuff that came through was again about the clairvoyance and all of that because it's very much focused on us tuning into our gifts us basically unraveling like all of the magic that we have inside of ourselves and then starting to hone in on it and for me at that stage I thought I was always just going to be a I know stuff and I trust what I know and then this started happening and I was like okay I need to go play with this I need to go and check it out and um when I started tuning into it like I was like okay whoa I can actually like stuff is starting to happen in my brain I'm starting to see things and the more I opened up myself and I allowed myself to look I was like oh my goodness this is happening so I was like I have to let other people experience this because it profoundly changed my life went off and got my practitioner training done and all of that and then I literally when I started working I'm like no but I need to weave in the Akashic stuff with this because every single strand that I was picking up and healing and working with I could see there was messages like wrapped into these strands and then the minute I started opening up these beautiful DNA strands it was this flood of information that came through and I could see how the you know past life um, imprints and and things would like literally be in the DNA and if we started clearing that out 
then we're actually like giving that um like that light back right to ourselves so you literally take the strands of dna and you work through every single one of them to bring back that light within you so that you can start sharing it so you know when we then like go in and there's you know information about lifetimes that were led in other dimensions even like other starseed places and um, places ancient places back in earth and i was like oh my goodness now i get to tell people the stories of their own ancient connection and that really just yeah that blew my mind because i was like oh my god the dna activation is amazing and then people started channeling new modalities people started writing books and all of that after they had it done and i was just like okay this stuff is magic and this is all energy all of this <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I I really um, love how you still it's for me, it's like a toolbox and I do the same. So and, and you have that backpack and like you, yes. <laughs> you, you kind of like accumulate your modalities on the way, but then it's still yeah. your unique, almost like template that brings them together in, in a tapestry of what your unique medicine and healing is like. So there is the, the Akashic records, there is, yeah, the the DNA act or like whatever name tag you want to yeah. put to it, but it's just like this unique, um, almost like healing potion so that it sounds very, very powerful. And, and again, like, you know, one thing that I try and teach my clients, because all of us have got little bits and pieces of stuff, right? And so often I meet healers and they'll have like, you know, 20 modalities they've studied and they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, no, no. Start weaving this stuff in, start weaving it together. You can take a little bit from here and a little bit from there. And I mean, even stuff like, you know, I studied Reiki and I was like, but I'm never, I mean, I'm a Reiki master, but I'm never going to teach Reiki. But I mean, like understanding the principles of energy from that modality changed the way that I interacted with energy and my understanding of it, right? So it was like all of these modalities that we study are little portal ways and doorways into, like you say, your unique mixture, your potion, your medicine. Um, so I just find that absolutely fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. So how does all of that lead or, or has led you onto the path of the dragon priestess? And what is a dragon priestess? <laughs> so like I say, when, when that beautiful mystical experience presented itself to me, I was like, okay, I, I literally went through this process in my vision um, of this, you know, this massive activation and this anointing and this basically this, it felt like the start of a deep remembering of how I used to work in my ancient path. Okay, so like in like going right, right back to where all of this started. And the path of the dragon priestess basically showed me that it went right back to the beginning of time. Okay, it went right back to when everything came out of source and I could see all of these beautiful dragons flying into the universe and every single dragon finding a planet and finding a place and multiple dragons going to planets and like basically starting to work together and I could see how the dragons were literally weaving their magic into the creation process of our own planet right like you know we had the beautiful water dragons and the fire dragons and the earth dragons the air dragons they all came together and they started weaving this experience of life together here 
So for me, this whole pathway that I then saw, and as things have unfolded for me over the last few years, have just been like the dragons are teaching me like the the beautiful, the mysteries of creation, right? The mysteries of these elements that they then wove into this world that is around us right now. And so when we basically weave ourselves back into those elements and connect with them, let them guide us back into that, then we weave ourselves back into oneness, back into creation, back into that connection with divinity. And nature and everything that is around us is literally the pathway back there. Okay, but the, that is the portal. This Mother Gaia, this beautiful planet of us, the sentient being that she is, is literally our doorway back to our own divinity. And I feel that's what the dragons have taught me. That's what they're bringing in every day. The people that they work with is that deep, deep connection with this planet. Um, and there's so many of them that's still dormant and basically waiting to to wake up again, to be seen. You know, they're basically like these protectors of the portal ways that go into different spaces, places and dimensions on our planet. Okay, so they are also the protectors of many, many sacred places here on our planet as well. And when we allow ourselves to connect with them, they help us to go to different dimensions, to different realms and to other places back in the time, back in history as well. Mm, getting goosebumps. <laughs> That's a lot like poof. <laughs> no, I mean, to me, dragon energy is very intense, but I also know that, you know, for some people it might be a little bit abstract. So um, if can, can you explain how you work with dragon energy and how we can make this a little bit more tangible for people that are listening? Yeah. So, so in my work, for instance, um, so say I am connecting with a client and I am needing to get into the space of working with the energy and say uh, we want to release some really intense, for instance, past life stuff, right? So what I do with the dragon energy is I have this process where I literally invite this energy into my body. So as a dragon priestess, you shapeshift into the energy of the dragons that you call in okay so you don't just have one dragon like if you're properly working with him you have multiple dragons that you work with you shapeshift into the energy of that particular dragon and you use that so very often when i'm having sessions you'll see me using the energy of the fire dragons to clear and uncreate and destroy certain things that might be holding people back Okay, so I will literally channel that information and how I speak dragon basically is through my light language transmissions. Okay, so you will hear me speaking in different languages, depending on which of the dragons I work with or other energies even, but mostly it will be the dragons and then I will be like channeling that and then energetically we will be burning away whatever needs to be burnt away as an example. So that's how I work with the energy. So you basically tune into, so if there's water energy that's powerful, that's needed or air energy. So you basically, yeah, shifting between those elemental aspects of the dragons. Wow. Is there, is there anything that wants to come through any, any <laughs> do, do you feel anything that <laughs> a little. Okay. So let's, let's take a moment and just. So I want you to just um, close your eyes and tune into your heart as we're sat here together now. 
Okay. Okay, so this one feels specifically because I'm like all my attention is on my heart space now. So I just want you to become very aware of your heart. Like what does it feel like inside of your chest right now? So if you just breathe in, if there's any like restriction, if you feel constricted, if you feel bound, just allow yourself to sit in that feeling for a moment. Even if it's uncomfortable, just allow yourself to sit in there. Okay, so what I'm going to do now, is um, you'll hear me speaking in, in different um, language now that you won't understand. So that's me channeling light language. So I'm just going to cast um, a circle around us just to ask for protection, because it's always important to know that the energies that you're working with is for the highest good. Okay, so as we call in the beautiful energies, of my fire dragon right now, and as we send this energy now, right straight into the center of your heart, Opening up, opening up, opening up. And just allow your heart to be open. And as we send this energy deeper into your being right now, opening up your heart, and allow yourself to receive these beautiful, beautiful codes of light. That they are sending to you right now. Allow it to land in your heart right now. Feel that openness within your chest. And feel yourself completely, completely open. So if you allow yourself to walk through your life with your heart in this position, the magical strands that surrounds every single one of you starts to weave into this heart space and you start seeing through your heart you walk your path through your heart and you surrender back into your heart and allow yourself to be guided by the strands of magic that is already present around every single atom on this planet and beyond Sindala emoko osundake. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bisu isinda ehoke alama era shotoro sanga ke keate. Okay, deep breath in and out. Okay. Right. Thank you. Oh my goodness. That was amazing. I, I literally felt a crack in my heart and then there was this tingling all over my back. So it was like, you know, a, a layer like lifted and was able to 
to dissolve. Wow, thank you so much for that taste of, uh, <laughs> of your medicine. That's a pleasure. Mm. Oh, yeah, taking a deep breath. <laughs> I was gonna go lie on the floor for a moment. <laughs> ah, wow. Okay, so you talked a lot about also how the dragons work or like almost weave in together with the land. Um, how is that something that shows up in your work? So a lot of the places where I work, because I do a lot of sacred site work. Um, so an example I'll give is in Glastonbury, for instance. So we have the Glastonbury tour. And when I went there to go and explore the energies of the land and I sat on the tour and I found this beautiful special place where this what they call the dragon egg is situated on the side of the tour. So I sat down there and I thought to myself, OK, I'm going to talk to the land and I'm going to see what is here. Um, and then what I usually do is then I start recording and I just allow myself to go on a journey. So I'm literally on a little journey in my head and then I tell people what I see. And as I was sat here, I saw this beautiful um, doorway opening on the side of the tour and I could see the dragons that were inside the tour and that was guarding the energies of the sacred space. Um, and I know that I had done activations inside of the tour, dragon priestess activations before for other clients. So I was like, oh, okay. So these dragons actually like live here. And so I started channeling this information and the dragons always have messages and they are very keen to do like healing and help people. And it's all about like opening yourself up, literally letting go, releasing, surrendering, all of that to the energies. Um, so what I find is depending on where I'm going, they will come to me and I will be able to get messages. So recently I've just been to um, to Merlin's Cave in Cornwall and I connected with a beautiful female dragon that was there and I was able to channel her and give her messages. So for me, it's all about like these dragons are literally, like I said, they protect these sacred sites in these places. And if we sit still and we listen and we tune in, we can actually hear the messages that they've got for us. Okay, so and there's dragons all over, like there's literally everywhere, like every country from history, you will see that so many ancient people, there's always myths of the dragons. Doesn't matter if you're in the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere, if they're speaking about the serpents and if they're speaking about the dragons, it's the same thing. Okay, it's this beautiful energy that all of the ancients knew to work with and connect with. So yeah, so for me, it's literally it's about sitting down, tuning into the land and listening. And then we can share the information of the dragons as well. Wow. So before we go in also how other people can do that, I feel that there is maybe an important link to make because, you know, from many of the history books or whatever, um, usually dragons are always depicted as these like ferocious evil beings kind of like so can you speak a little bit into that um and and yeah the the way that you have perceived them and how how can people connect like without maybe having fear or so yeah so a big part of what happened in our history was when we had to take over, um, you know, of the churches and like basically, so let's go back in time. So 
there was a whole bunch of sacred site that, uh, sites that were set up by um, beautiful pagan religions and earth-based religions, etc., across the world, right? So if you look at the UK here, um, we've got plenty of stone circles and beautiful sacred places. And what happened was when the churches started taking over, they would build their their buildings on top of these sites, right? And then they would harness the energies of the earth because a sacred site or a circle, for instance, is a combination of different earth energies that come together and then they become like a little vortex, like a little portal where we can then sit and our minds are opened up, right? Like our consciousness are literally opened up and we get to connect to the heavens and we connect to the earth energies, okay? Um, and so these were kind of annexed by the churches. And then they started with uh, St. Michael the Dragon Slayer. So obviously we were told that they were bad and he was slaying the dragon. And that was again just a depiction of um, the church stopping the pagan religions, the earth religions, okay? So the dragon mysteries are very much about working with the energy of the earth. And what happened then was the church didn't want us to be powerful. They didn't want us to be in that space where we were literally owning our power, working the witches, all of that stuff that they spoke, that they stamped out, all of that was stopped. Um, and then the dragons were basically vilified. So we heard all these stories about like how, you know, St. Michael was fighting this dragon, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, you know, we then have this fear because it's an evil presence. It's an evil thing. Otherwise, why would St. Michael, the beautiful archangel, go and fight with this thing if it's not a good thing, right? So we've basically been brainwashed for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years to start believing that these things are bad. Now, if you go into other cultures like your Chinese cultures, etc., they really revere the energy of the dragons and they literally still build their buildings and stuff depending on where they find dragon lines that run through um, you know, through the earth and stuff. So they won't build on sacred lines of energy that they detect. Um, so they still in reverence of that. But I think here in Western society, European places, all of that, it was very much about like annexing and taking away those energies. So the thing is like dragon energy is basically earth energy. Okay. It's basically a different way of thinking about working with the elements of the earth. Okay, we speak about dragon lines and ley lines and stuff. That's like pure like energy that's running through the earth. And we speak about it as dragon energy. It's called dragon lines for a reason. So for me, there's nothing, there's nothing evil about it because it's always like, what's our intention, right? It's like, why do I want to use this? So if I use dragon energy for clearing and helping people, you know, how is that ever going to be a bad thing? So we need to just understand when we work with these energies, set our intentions. You know, what is it? It's always for the highest good. That's why we're working with it. We want the purest energy to come through to help us and to help us to connect. So, yeah, I think the fear about these things is really just... It's a patriarchal construct to keep us small, basically, and that's why they've been vilified. So we need to own that energy again. It's been given to us. We've been asked to, you know, reconnect with it. So it's time now for us to start listening because the earth is speaking very loudly and she's speaking through the dragons to us as well. And I think that's exactly the connection or the, the link, yeah, that, that needs to be made. So thank you so much for presencing that, that, yeah, dragon energy is earth energy. And I think it makes it a lot more um, easier to access for, for people um, as well. So 
if there if people want to connect with dragon energy how would you say uh how can we do this and and why would we want to do this <laughs> well for me like i've said before it's like they are firstly they are the keepers of beautiful beautiful like amazing wisdom and the energies that they bring so that's why i want to work with them because deep inside i mean i know i've got this deep connection with them i know that they are they are the guides that will take us back to remembering our deepest connection with this planet, right? They are the ones that's going to teach us how to love this planet again and respect this planet again and all of the magic that she holds, all of these energies, you know, like the wind and the water and all of it, like fire, all of it. It's just like, it's literally there. So they're taking us back there. So I think if you are wanting to really connect with the dragons firstly it's all about getting quiet it's all about taking yourself off into nature and that really helped me a lot because i would go and sit in the forest on the ground and i would just start listening and i would allow myself to just feel what is the energy under the earth doing what can i feel okay if i drop all of my awareness into my root and i start feeling into the energy underneath my feet and underneath you know as i'm sitting there like what's happening Okay, and then you start and you allow yourself to just feel that and see what happens in your body when you actually feel it. If you sit in the forest and you listen to the wind, right, close your eyes, listen to the wind. What is the wind telling you? What does it make? What's happening within your body? When you go into a body of water, what is happening? Okay, we're so busy thinking about tomorrow, thinking about yesterday. We're not being present, but if I get quiet, and I'm still, and I'm just there connecting with the elements. When lost did you stare into a fire, right? There's messages in the fire for all of us. So that's how we start remembering the elemental connection. And the elemental connection leads us back to the connection with the dragons, because they are the, they are the mothers and the fathers of the elements that's woven into this planet. Okay, mm. so we take a pathway of going back to nature, back to listening to nature, and then we get back to the dragons. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I saw myself sitting in the forest while you were describing that and feeling all of it around. Yeah, thank you for that. It's a beautiful picture. And I, I think everybody can relate um to what that does in our bodies and what it does to the level of connection that we feel, or connectedness also that that we allow ourselves to feel yes yeah yes exactly mm. so, yeah it's pure magic and i mean <laughs> why wouldn't you want to be in that right like it's just like why wouldn't we want to be there and just feel like all of this beauty and this magic around us it's all woven in like it's literally everywhere we just have to try and remember it yeah 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 when you were speaking about the the, the dragons and like the distortions what i heard was reclamation and remembrance yes so yeah definitely, definitely. yeah, yeah exactly is there anything else that you would like to share anything that you uh any piece of wisdom that you want to share with the audience oh um oh okay so what's happening here in my brain so there's a very deep connection with the ancestors of the lands that we live in and the dragons 
Okay, so wherever you are in the world, as you're listening to this, it's like our ancestors were working with nature. Okay, so make a point of understanding what your lineage is. Okay, so when I when I came to the UK, I understood nothing about my lineage and I just had this real need to get my DNA tested, you know, like my my physical DNA. And then I realized that I had a very deep connection with the land that I live on right now. Like, you know, the biggest chunk of my DNA is actually from Southern England where I live. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then I was like, okay, so what does this mean? And then I started understanding my connection to my ancestors from here, right? Like, this is why I was drawn to come back to this land. This is why I need, no, I needed to be here because I could start listening to my ancestors. So wherever you are in the world, you need to retrace, reconnect with those ancestors because the ancestors worked with the energies of the earth and thus they also worked with the dragons, okay? So there's a woven connection between our own ancestral lineage. So in your own physical lineage, there will be a connection back to nature. There will be somehow the people that came before you knew how to work with the land. And what I'm feeling very deeply now is that we are stepping back into that space of reclaiming that wisdom of the land held by our own ancestors. And so we are, we are actively working to remember that so that we can save this earth and so that we can protect and look after everything for our children, our great-grandchildren, all of them to come, but we have to start making the difference. We have to become those ancestors now, so we have to listen to our ancestors to take us back there as well. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Wow, well, yeah, that's uh, quite an elemental <laughs> piece, I would say. Um, thank you for, for bringing that up. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because um, it ties in so much with also when we were sitting and creating um, the summit like this is a, a very big piece what came through was that it's really about the the co weaving of the, the past the ancestors like all of these. Um, ancient wisdom teachings that have been there, um, but also. And I think you said that in the beginning, some somehow um, that it's also about, you know, this almost like allowing the oracular side to go to places and even structures that are not there yet. And it's the combination of the, the two that in the here and now is important, like to to birth. Yeah, a, a new paradigm for our yeah. Earth. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and we have to start it right like no one's going to do this for us so for me our responsibility as as stewards of the land as citizens as like wherever you are like even if you're just looking after your property that you live on right like that will ripple out into your community and that will change things so you know for me it's always like we have to take responsibility for our land no one else is going to save the world you save your world and then that's how it happens, right? Every single one of us, we all have a responsibility to look after this land, look after where we are, no matter where you are in the world. Yeah, so true, so true. Hmm. So you have prepared a beautiful activation um, that will come as a free gift. Yes. Uh, do you wanna speak a little bit into 
that so that people know what to expect? Yes. So, so basically all the stuff you heard me doing before, it's just going to be that on steroids. So, <laughs> so basically what I'm going to, um, to gift you is, uh, a journey with the dragons and for you to be able to tune into those frequencies, um, and to activate those frequencies, um, in yourself again, because what, what happens is, um, it's like, like I say, when I go to like sacred sites, when I step into there, it's like a little key is turned and a part of me is opened up so that I can receive. So think of this meditation and this activation as me turning some keys for you so that you can hear, see and feel better and work with the energies on a deeper level. That's basically what my activations are about, turning keys back into your deepest remembering of what you already know. So... Hmm. So yeah, that's an encouragement for everybody to go <laughs> check it out. Um, and where can we find you? Where, if people want to work with you, um, let us know. Yeah. And do you have any other upcoming offerings that you want to share about? what's what's happening <laughs> uh yeah so okay so my website is divinesoul.me so if you do want to work with me um i do mentorship programs um i do dna activation i do past life readings all that good stuff um i teach people how to read the akashic records get back into channeling all of that good stuff um and that's all on my website um also my books are there um there's there's podcasts there, um, free meditations, all that good stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff on my website. So you can go and check that out. Um, the other thing that I'd love to just share today also is about um, something that's called Project Earthwork. And it is a project that I've created with two of my closest friends. And what we basically do is we get together once a month and we do a free group meditation where we connect with different energies that's been coming up over that month. We work with the earth and we also have a, a, a beautiful Facebook group where we share information and where people share about their own grid work and how they like working with the land and, and things that they're doing to help because our mission as a project is basically to help people to reconnect with the land, take ownership of the land and basically, you know, like look after your space so do the grid work that is needed the clearing all of that that's needed on your land um so yeah so that's projectearthwork.org so if you want to get involved um you can come and join our meditations join our group and there's a lot of information and sharing happening in there um, and yeah, and then the last thing is just that I'm running a retreat in May 2024, um, where I will be taking people to a whole bunch of amazing sacred sites here in the UK. So talking Avebury, Stonehenge, Glastonbury, uh, we're going to go down to Bodmin Moor, Merlin's Cave, Tintagel, etc. So there's going to be so much magic there. And my intention for the tour um, that I'm leading um, with Awakening the Goddess tours is to really focus on like reconnecting with the land listening to the land helping yourself to basically just open up to all of the magical energies and yeah so there's going to be amazing activations meditations all that stuff happening in very very sacred spaces here in the uk and i can't wait to share the history and all of that with people as well because that's all my passion as well so yeah Wow, that sounds super activating. So, <laughs> mm, wow. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Yolandi, for taking the time today. That was really inspiring. And thank you for sharing all of that yeah, wisdom with us. And uh, I can't wait to go outside now and connect with the dragons <laughs> on my land. So <laughs> thank you so much. I love that. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And it's been awesome talking to you. And I, you know, I'm just so grateful that I get to share more about this um, passion of mine. And uh, you know, just thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You're so welcome. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching uh, this interview with uh, Yolandi and uh, Gaian Myths, Weaving Ancient Future Timelines. May you find some inspiration and pearls of wisdom to integrate into your own life. And uh, stay tuned for the upcoming interviews with more interesting speakers.